All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We just had some technical stuff happening, but it's all good now. Magically, everything is working. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here <laughs> and waiting patiently for, with us. Um, so today, my good friend Beth Herndobler is back with us, and we're going to be talking about the hero illuminated, activating your inner superpower to be the light and manifest abundance with ease and grace. So, of course, we always have so much fun on these calls with Beth. It's always a high vibe call. There's always, you know, uh, wonderful information. Yes, but the energy is always wonderful, too. So just be uh, be ready to receive. And some of what we're going to talk about today is about how, you know, your frequency is going to be tuned up in this show today, in this call today. We're going to talk about how to tap into and receive needed intuitive guidance and support. We're going to talk about how it's easier than you think to establish daily spiritual practice, to awaken, expand, and activate your inner superpower, how to use the power of your breath and being the present moment to move through shifts, changes, challenges, chaos, and all the crud of life. <laughs> and you're going to have a deeper knowing that no matter what the circumstances and temporary outward appearances, and I want to emphasize the word temporary outward appearances of your life, all is well and will be well, right? So today, Beth is going to be taking some live caller questions, like she always does, um, a process or two that we always do. We never know. But if you'd like to receive guidance from Beth today, Beth asks that you ask this one of these two questions. Where do I need to turn my attention in order to open to my inner superpower? Or where do I most need to open to surrender, transform, and transcend the mundane? Well, yes, I will put those questions in the chat, not to worry. But again, where do I need to turn my attention in order to open to my inner superpower? Or where do I most need to open to surrender, transform, and transcend the mundane? Right? Interesting questions. And it's going to open you up to a different perspective, I think. Um, so for those of you who don't know Beth, she's been with us many, many times. We love having her here on the show. Like I said, so much fun, so much high vibe energy. We always have a wonderful time. Yes. She's very talented and gifted and intuitive. Uh, Beth is a former prosecutor and trial attorney turned energy healer, intuitive <laughs> spiritual counselor, psychic and medium. And she is a certified intuitive strategist and divine channel who communicates with your higher self, spirit guides, angels and ancestors for messages, information and guidance. She combines this guidance with a breakthrough technique that identifies and clears blocks, stuck points and patterns quickly so you can open to a life lived on purpose, in abundance, and with ease and grace. We want all of that, right? We want to be living a life lived on purpose, in abundance, with ease and grace. So please um, join me in welcoming Beth back to the show. Beth, welcome. So glad you're here. So glad the technology worked out <laughs> magically. Yes, I am so grateful to be here. Thank you, Alara. It is so fun to have these uh, sessions, these moments, this connection with you and your community. So thank you for inviting me back. Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny every time we get together, you know, whatever is relevant is happening in our lives and we end up talking about it. And it, it makes so much sense to the topic that we're going to discuss or just anything in general. It's like we are living in this time where what we are experiencing in our reality, in our world is actually helping us to move forward on our path, on in our journey with, if we allow, we can have ease and grace with it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what is interesting about the allowance is that it requires a lot of trust. And when I was 
taking my salt bath this morning to prepare for the show, meditate, you know, doing all the things, playing my heart's frequencies, creating the space, doing all that I need to do to be present and come here. I asked, what do I most need to know right here, right now, in order to serve at the highest level in this show with Alara? And I heard the voice of my grandson, who is now about to be 15 at age seven, asking me, why are we so close? And at first, this question confused, you know, hearing this, I'm like, okay, I know that this is an answer uh, to the question I just asked, how may I be of highest service, but I don't understand how this relates. Is this my, you know, and I started dropping out to the assessment and I took a breath and I said, no, trust and allow. And then I hear my voice answering him because I remember when this happened, I didn't really have a super good answer at the moment. And I said, you know what? I'd like to think about that and give you a more full answer. And the next time I saw him, I said, here's the full answer. It's the time we've spent and that we trust each other to tell the truth. And that's when it hit me and my head is buzzing right now. That's what they were telling me was that's what everyone needs to do to open, to awaken, to connect with their inner superhero and use that superpower that we have. You have to spend time with yourself in stillness and silence so that you can create an abundant connection, spending that time with the divine, with source and all that is, so that you can develop trust in th that which is and yourself in receiving it. So the very fact that I have had a dedicated daily spiritual practice for 12 years now, I mean, I had one before, it was as a dabbler. Mm -hmm. I dropped in, when things got really rough and then things as they smoothed out, I drop out. But in the past 12 years, it's been every day, like water, like breathing, like sleeping. I have a daily practice. And as I developed that closeness with myself and the divine, I de did develop trust so that as I'm bathing and hearing this weird answer, which you guys have no idea when you ask me the questions in the Q&A, the things that I see. And so I have to trust that I can translate that into some form of verbiage that you can understand. So when I hear you say what you said to open the conversation, that's what leaped out at me was that everyone needs to spend more time with themselves in connection to the divine so that you can trust what's coming through. It's like that old, I don't know if it's a story, a parable, the guy is lost on an island and he prays to God for someone to come save him in helicopter boat. All these modes that God sends for him to be saved don't happen. And then he's, I don't remember the full thing, but he's either dying or so, he's dead. Something's happened. It, it, he didn't get saved. And he's yeah. yelling at God, why didn't you hear my call? And God said, my God, man, I sent you a boat, a helicopter. What more could I do? You did not receive the help. So that's to your point is we have to be receptive even when what's coming through is like exactly why is this conversation I had with my seven-year-old grandson eight years ago relevant here? I don't see it immediately. Boom. Tell that part of your brain, 
go away, have fun, play somewhere else, do all the things to get that egoic left brain, mental mind calm and quiet so that you can stay tuned in to the right and receive what's coming through. Yeah, absolutely. And I totally agree. If you don't have that divine connection, well, we're always connected. Okay. So that's, that yes. word is just not right. We're always connected. But if you don't have a spiritual practice to focus on your connection with, to be in that connection with the divine every day, you're missing out. Yes. You know, it's like the telephone's ringing. It's actually what we just experienced, right? I'm here. You're there. We can't hear each other because of some weird tech thing that we didn't even know what it was. And then it somehow miraculously resolved itself. And now here we are being able to do (laughs) If you never answer the phone, you're not going to hear, right? If we just gave up and walked away, we wouldn't be having this conversation or this show right now. So even on that level, you have to be willing to receive the problems and the challenges to figure out what needs to come through. Now, I'm not saying that this is why the tech stuff happened. I am saying that additional few moments served me because right as I was I was going to put my shirt on for the show, very last moment, because I was very hot, I had taken a real steamy bath and then I was setting everything up, moving things around, Uh, doing all this stuff. And my face was so bright red. It looked like something was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And then, then that's when I lost my shirt. It's lost. I have no idea where it went. I took it out, put it on the bed. It's not that I mean, I spent just a couple minutes because I'm like, just get another shirt. You don't have time for this. That's why I showed up one minute before we're supposed to start when I had aimed to be there about, you know, eight to 10 minutes early so we could Mm -hmm. chat. And that tech thing gave me time sitting here in stillness for my face and my temperature to drop and calm down. So I apologize to everyone if that was the universe <laughs> giving me what I needed. I, I, as I said, I don't have any sensation that it was, but that's the kind of thing that we have to be willing to also receive. There was a moment when I realized when you were on the a phone calling me and, and said what something or someone put in the chat, like, I'm the only one that can't hear you. Well, then I'm like, okay, this is not her then. Or if it is, I don't understand how. And we just <laughs> kept playing and I'm calling them in. And then all of a sudden, boom, you pop in. That was a challenge. I didn't freak out. I started to, and then I said, it's okay. I'm following what she's saying. Try this, try that. And maybe the logging in and logging out helped. Who cares? The bottom line is I received the challenge as something that was not going to stop us from doing this show. And here we are. And it's funny. You were talking about how you were were really hot and sweating right before you were supposed to go on. I was like, I was here before you came and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so hot and sweaty all of a sudden. I was like, what's what's going on? Why am I so hot and sweaty? You know, you were (laughs) receiving the hot and sweaty and. It just dawned on me now that you said that the energy is super charged this month, astrologically. I'm not an astrologer. I have family members and clients who are, so I'm always talking about it, but I don't know it. So if I say anything wrong and any astrologers are listening, forgive me, but there's seven planets or seven conjunctions where we normally have one or two this month. And I was just talking to one of those astrologers in my family last night saying, 
I just can't get this. Like the beginning of the month, everything was flowing. I had all this creative energy. And now these last few days, maybe even a week, I'm just like slogging through again. Like what the heck happened? And she said, well, we can't expect it to feel all great and normal when there's seven conjunctions. I mean, it is bountiful and it does open us to much greater good, but it isn't always going to feel great. And that right now makes me think of like when I years ago, I don't have this on my bio, but I was uh, when I was 17, I started body bodybuilding. I worked for the Chicago Health Club, which then became Bally's and is probably 24 hour fitness or something now. And I got I was, you know, young and I started watching the men and how they had sculpted their bodies and all the women. Now, this was in the 70s. Oh, I don't want to lift any weights. And in my mind, I'm like, you need weights if you want to get any shape or definition and not be all soft and mushy and blobby. I mean, I, you're here. So I think that's what. So I started talking to the uh, manager of the men's gym. Because we only had hand weights. We didn't have any barbells. Women weren't even supposed to be doing any of that power stuff. And he said, listen, if you want to check it out, I'll train train you. But you're going to have to come down here because, you know, you don't have the equipment up there. And I became so serious about bodybuilding. And there was a lot of pain. And yet when I felt that pain from how I had stretched my muscles and then in turn, you know, as things developed, I could see the shifts and changes in my body. That's when I realized this is good pain. And I shifted. Now, I, again, that's when I was a dabbler. I was a really bad dabbler back then in spiritual matters, even though I had it all around me, meditation, yoga, everything. I was like, forget it. I'm not interested in this. But that was the first entry into the idea that a challenge and pain can bring about favorable results that you seek and can, instead of being received as pain and, oh, this hurts so much, you can receive that as like, yes, I'm getting there. Because every challenge, every challenge that you have, especially the ones that keep showing up, is trying to inform you about somewhere that you're not looking, something that you're not attending to, something that you're glossing over. Are you doing a spiritual bypass? You want to be all boom and high and, and list out, but you don't want to deal with any of the trauma and the pain that you've had throughout your life. Not going to work. It's not going to work. I can't tell you how many times clients say, regular clients, you know, I'm really doing good today. And then I delve into what do you want to work on? And, and, at one moment, about six or eight months ago, I'm thinking of one woman that I had yesterday, six or eight months ago, she would not let go of, I'm doing great. I'm doing good. And, and she wouldn't let me get in anywhere. And about 10 minutes in, I said, well, I think we're done. And she said, what? If you're great and there's nothing to be worked on, then you're done. There's no point in us continuing if you're not willing to look under the surface of that greatness and see where there might be some attention. She got really quiet and then she started talking and we dealt with whatever else was happening. Yesterday, six or eight months later, I could tell she shifted. And the reason she shifted, and, and she can see it too, 
she was had a lot of depression, all kind of lot of terrible trauma as a child. And she's been doing her work on many different levels so that when we met yesterday, she was a completely different person. And she said, it's because I went underneath the surface to do the work when I was afraid of the pain and you held a space for me to do that. Now, that's what I'm here for. The same way that trainer held space for me, invited me into his gym, showed me what I needed to know to power lift and all the things I learned. That's the invitation here. That's the invitation from the universe. Let me illuminate for you where you are blocking something so that you can move into a greater congruence and fluidity and, and even achieve a flow state. That's what the client has done. Now, will she hold on to that over every day and every time something's happening? No, it's why I'm like freaking out for a moment when I can't find my shirt and I can't hear you and all this is happening. But because I'm so used to what it feels like to be in a flow state, in a minute, I can get back there. That's why you need a strong, daily, dedicated spiritual practice. If you don't have that, as I didn't in times past, it might take you a week of feeling funky to get better. And we don't have time like that. There's so much happening here on the earth. And we're all here to be part of this transformation, this up-leveling, this shift. And it's huge. We're shifting from fear and pain to love and light. That's a huge shift. That's as big a shift as can be. And each and every one of you is a part of that solution. So be willing to do your work so that you can be the full answer that you came here to be. Absolutely. And please don't be afraid of the word work, but at the same time, nobody else can do it. I, I, I saw a post today or a picture today about, you know, people can support you on the path. People can give you pointers on the path, but nobody can do the work for you, you know? So yeah. Yeah. we have to do our own work, but we can get guidance, support, hold space for you, but you got to do the work. And the work really does mean, truly, it only just means looking at those things that you don't want to look at. That's right. That's, that's being, the work, really. That's right. And even that goes back to your point of being willing to receive. You have to be re willing to receive what isn't working. So first you have to recognize what's not working, where the problem is, where the density is, where the block is, where the stuck point is, where the pattern is that keeps repeating, that is not serving you, that doesn't feel good. And then you have to be willing to dive deeper than wherever you are, because if there is a problem, even, you know, again, for me, I have a very expanded dedicate. I mean, I've only been up for about four hours and I've already meditated twice for an hour and then the second time for 20 minutes. And that would have felt daunting to me when I first started 10, 11 years ago on this path. If someone told me, you have to meditate for over an hour every day if you want to be in touch with your intuitive gifts, your higher self, the divine, and all your superpowers, I would have said, that's never going to happen. But I, you know, bit it off bite by bite and kept doing it. And so that first hour of meditation, I didn't even get out of bed. I was laying on my side, curled up with my pillow, doing breath work, meditating, could not possibly have been more comfortable. And it's just the normal way that I start my day now. 
So find what works for you, walking in nature, bringing mindfulness and consciousness to repetitive tasks like sweeping, mopping, vacuuming, washing dishes, folding clothes. Make your life a moving meditation. Stay in touch. Use that time with yourself and trust what's coming through. Trust that what you're doing, if it's your way to meditate, no one gave me permission to do that. When I first started seriously meditating, I had a lower back issue and it was very uncomfortable to sit up and meditate. And then you can't really meditate if you're fidgeting and trying to get comfortable. So I started at that time and I had this setup that I would put on my bed with the pillows for my feet and everything because my brain needed to be alerted. We're about to meditate. After a decade of doing that, I don't need that anymore. I can achieve that same state in any position, which is really luxurious. If you do the work, the work will work for you. And I just want to say really quickly for those of you who are afraid of the word meditation, we don't actually do meditation. What we're doing is really concentrating on something, right? We're breathing and concentrating, focusing. So, you know, your intention, focusing on your higher self, et cetera. The meditation happens. Yes. by itself. So we are just basically taking that time to be still, to get out of our head, to focus on our breath, to be present in the moment. That's all we're doing. That's right. Okay, and that's a perfect description. Brilliant. Really brilliant. It will happen if you sit there, lay there, wash dishes there, walk there in stillness. I mean, when I, again, when I first started this, I'm like, okay, I can get a twofer. I can get my exercise by walking. I can go to the park and be in nature. And then what did I do? I turned sound on every time and I'm listening to music until I heard the message. That's too much noise. Mm -hmm. So was I ready to stop? Because no, I would be every step. Is it enough? Is it enough? Did I walk enough? Have I been here long enough? So then I started playing Hertz frequencies. For anyone who doesn't know, those are sulfagio tones that have high vibrational frequencies. And there's a whole lot of them for free on YouTube. If you just put in HZ frequency, they list all the things and the numbers and all of that. And then I started doing that. And then the voice came again. It's still too noisy. And that's when in that moment I stopped and I looked up. I was right under this beautiful oak tree. And all of a sudden I heard the tree. The, bree the breeze rustling the leaves. I heard the birds. I heard the kids playing in the park. And I realized how much I'd been missing because I wasn't in my own inner stillness. I was still turned out into hearing these sounds. And I so at that point, I stopped listening to anything but nature. And it made all the difference in the world. Call it whatever you want. Don't call it work. Don't call it meditation. Do your shit. How about that? <laughs> Whatever you want to <laughs> say. Do you. I mean, exactly. you've got to. Whatever will work for you. Yeah. You've got to do it if you want to activate what's inside. Absolutely. I totally agree. And sometimes, though, you know, there are days when it's like you're doing everything and still it's like, okay. Then, then you know, then it's like I just take a step back. It's like, okay. Today, we're just going to be in the flow and let everything happen the way it happens. We're not pushing. We're not trying to figure anything out. We're not, not, we're just going to be. 
right? And and then sometimes those days I do the bare minimum of work that I have to do. It's like I'm not, I'm, I'm just being still because I'm processing, right? And we forget, right? You know, I have to tell you all, we forget. Like when you're on these calls and we're doing processes, we're doing healing, clearing, whatever, change in perspective, whatever, that's still work. And so sometimes if you're getting ahas on these calls, you know, you're also processing. So last night I was doing a meditation right before I went to bed. And so then I had some vivid dreams. And then in the morning, it's like I woke up really late too. It's like, oh my God. Um, and then I, all day I've been tired. And it's like, what the heck? It's like, how can I be tired? I I slept really good, I thought, you know, but the, but but I had to remind myself, oh yeah. <laughs> you're processing stuff, right? You're, you're, you've been doing a lot of work on yourself. And so you're processing stuff. So allow the processing to take place, give your body a break, give your mind a break. And so, you know, be gentle with yourself. You know, I tend to push, push, push myself. I do, I do, I do, I do, I know. But um, there are times when it's like, I have to say, okay, nope, no more pushing. <laughs> I, I have to take a break, right? So that I can allow the processing to happen with ease and grace. Right. That's something that you that you said in the at the beginning, like or I said about when we were talking, I said with ease and grace. I mean, we want to receive or experience the abundance, prosperity, soul on purpose with ease and grace. And so that means that no forcing, no pushing, being in the flow, right? Listening to your body, listening to your higher self the best you can. And listening to your higher self just truly, really means allowing yourself to feel what's right for you, not think, not figure out, but feel what's right for you. You'll get the answer. I always say this, if you ask the question from your heart space, without an agenda, without your mind, you'll get the answer. Are you willing to receive it? Again, are you willing to receive it? I don't know. I can't answer that one for you. <laughs> no. And, you know, two things that come up for me with what you just said. And the first is you may feel like what you just described, even on a day when you're not doing a lot of clearing and processing because of what is happening in the earth, the earth's mm -hmm. vibration is actually being and has been raised. Now, whether you want to look at that as higher light coming in, the, the time is shifting, it doesn't matter what the perspective is. That's just a fact. A, a regular scientist is going to tell you things are shifting. They're speeding up. Time is actually, it's, it's milliseconds. We can't feel it. Over decades, it's going to make a difference. A minute's not going to be 60 seconds. I mean, that's actually what, what is happening. Things are vibrationally speeding up. It doesn't matter what your viewpoint is of what is happening to the earth in connection to the heavens, it's shifting. And you may be in a state like yesterday, I was just feeling all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand. I didn't do anything. What is this? And that's when I had that conversation with the astrologer of like, well, what exactly did you expect to, to feel when there's seven conjunctions of planets happening this month where there's normally one or two in a month. That speaks of some kind of amping up or intensification of the external energy. And I'm not even talking about the collective consciousness, what's the vibration or the M field of the earth based on where everybody is or is not uh, on their path in their journey. I'm talking actually just about the science part of it, that things are shifting 
in connection with the atmosphere, the earth and the outer realms. And that is sometimes going to impact you in ways that feel wonky or unfavorable or however you put it, confusing. That would be the time, as you say, to take some time and do some self-care. Whatever it is that you need, you've got to give yourself, especially listening to your body. It is the most dense aspect of you. And I don't mean dense as in bad. I mean, everything's energy. But this energy here that I can't touch and feel, it's very light. This right here, this that I can touch, these are dense. This is where matter and energy have collected to form a shape. And when this gets pressed from either within or without, from all that energetic shifts and changes, you do need to take some time to let it, which is why when I'm working with people in session, it, it, it's most, you know, 99% of the time, the guidance is after this work, drink a lot of water, stay really grounded, pay attention to what your body needs and give your body that. And then I'll get some guidance on how long it may take this person to integrate the work we've done. And sometimes it's up to a week. So if you're doing multiple things, that's another thing that you want to process is uh, clearings, healings. You want to be mindful of how much you're doing because sometimes it can knock your body out. When I was in training, I was doing everything. I was so like you. I'm not so much anymore. Much better at saying, yeah, nothing's going to happen today. I'm just going to do this. I'm way better than that. Was never that person before. I mean, how else did I get through college, law school, and a career as a lawyer being a single mom, I pushed. I pushed. I mean, I was told by a doctor midway through the the nearly 30 years that I was a lawyer that I was, my body was so depleted, I was completely running on adrenaline. And that has an impact on your body as well. So you want to be kind, as you said, to yourself, to your body, and accept it's in divine timing, not yours. So what I did, I didn't accept, I pushed, right, in, <laughs> in those early days, and I started getting vertigo. I would mostly at night, like when I'd been laying and sleeping for a long time, I'd wake up to go to the bathroom, and I, I actually fell back down in bed, and I was really, it, it was like, I, I haven't been drinking, I don't do drugs, what's happening, the room is spinning, and this happened a few times over a couple of weeks. And I asked my teacher, you know, what is this? And her first question was, what are you doing? And when I told her all the work that I was doing, the classes I was engaged in, the workshops, the master, all of it, she just shook her head and said, that's too much. Your body can't handle it. Really, the work that we're doing here in this course is enough, is probably more than enough with whatever else you're doing in your own meditative practices and all of that, you really can't be doing all of that. Your body can't take it. So I learned a very valuable lesson there. And everyone does need to pay attention to what it is your body needs because it's not more. That's not always the answer. Sometimes less is more. Yeah, I totally agree. Sometimes always <laughs> less is more. Um, so I know, so there's people with their hands raised and there's people who have posted questions in the chat. And like I said at the beginning, you need to ask Beth one of these two questions. I'm just going to say it again. Where do I need to turn my attention in order to open to my inner superpower? Or where do I most need to open to surrender, transform, and transcend the mundane? So ask one of these two questions. Um, do you want to take some questions, 
I'm raising my hand first <laughs> because I just realized I said I had two responses to what you said. And then I gave you the one. The second is when you said getting in touch with your heart and these practices will help you get in touch so that you can trust your heart and begin to open and receive. And yes, it can come right before you, but you have to receive. Key to all that is that's where your inner superpower is in your heart brain. If you can learn to shift your focus from your left brain mental mind to your heart brain or even your gut brain, though the heart is usually the more accessible, you will then have access to a far greater expanse of illumination of your own intuitive gifts of what the divine is bringing to you of what next is yours to go and all of that which is why the whole conversational the topic is illumination of your superhero and we barely use those words but everything that we've been talking about is how you activate that superpower how you come into congruence and oneness with your inner superhero so that you can be that it's going back to how long it takes you when you're feeling wonky to come back out to remember i have these practices these tools i can use the more you activate your heart brain as the answer as the communication device and drop out of this i'm not saying we don't need our brains we we need all all the parts we need everything but we need the alignment to be in order this is where your superpower rests. And to activate it, you must activate trust with the heart. Okay, now I'm ready. <laughs> awesome. All right, so Evie raised her hand a long time ago. So <laughs> Evie, what is I used question? to do that. Good for you, Evie, on, on calls. Not, you can't do that here on Zoom, but on other calls, I would call in sometimes even an hour early and raise my hand. So I, if, if I knew it was a show, they called in order. I was always the one that got it. Some shows don't work like that, but I would do that and just leave the phone on hold and go about my business. So go you, Evie. Thank you so much. That's so interesting. Um, Isn't it though? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I was ready already. You were ready. Time. So yes. receive, so, receive that readiness. Thank you. Thank you so much, Beth. Thank you so much, Alara. Um, I was trying to configure the question that I should ask. So based on what you have said, I'm trying to see if I understood. So my question is, what do you think is being brought to me now? Or what do I need to focus on now to come in to incongruence with my superpower? So when I look at your energy, Evie, there's some density on the very far left side of your heart space, almost into the armpit. It looks like what you would imagine. Well, I'm not medically trained or in tune with scar tissue, but that's what's coming through. It looks like scar tissue from an old wound. Now, does this literally mean that at some point in a past life, 
you were shot or stabbed or an arrow pierced. I don't know. It doesn't matter if it's literally true that at some point you had a wound that formed scar tissue in that outer left side of your heart. It, it, it is there and that's the energy of it. It's a traumatic injury reaction creating energetic scar tissue. And very interestingly, Evie, in all the years I've been doing this, I have never had anything like this come through. I've never used the word scar tissue. And so I want to just soothe it. It needs more work than this. But if you can just close your eyes and anyone else who's having any any resonance with this, like, oh, yeah, I, I can kind of sense I have that here. Follow the process and apply it to the area of your body where there is this energetic scar tissue. So your higher self stands in front of you and Divine Mother stands behind you. Both of them have their palms illuminated towards you and they're making very quick horizontal sacred eight motions. The palms have tremendous healing power and the sacred eight infinity symbol also has infinite healing power. So receive this sacred eight healing energy in from the front, the back, and even the side. Take a deep breath in and send the breath on the exhale, imagining white light into that area. So breathe in and exhale out, flowing the air to that area. One more time, breathe in and exhale out. Third time, breathe in and exhale out. And now just receive that bountiful healing light from the palms of your higher self and divine mother. And as you go forward in the day with every breath, as often as you can remember, send white, gold, green, whatever color healing energy comes to you to that area, because obviously having density in the chakra, in the space, in, in the area of your heart brain is going to make receiving, trusting, uh, allowing, surrendering into divine wisdom, guidance, your own higher wisdom intelligence, it's going to make it a little chat more challenging. It's, you know, like if you imagine you're pushing a cart in the grocery store and you, instead of it being an empty cart, you're picking a cart that has a hundred pounds of potatoes in it. And you have to push that along with your own groceries. That's a lot more work. You don't want to work that hard. We are all about ease and grace. So keep flowing, loving light into that area. And I would highly encourage you to buy package B and let us do some deep work on this, clear your timelines from wherever this came from so that you're not having to work that hard. Does this resonate with you? Yes, definitely does. Good, because you're working way too hard. Yes, I, I think I have been, and I've been focusing a lot on the heart area. Good. Time. I, I know that Good. no one, no one really has said that you know, the way, put it the way you have, you've been so like targeted. You, you've told me exactly where it is. And I feel like that's as straight as you can get. That's as straight an arrow as you can get. So, you know, Ooh, that gave me chills again. when you said arrow. Pardon the pun. <laughs> oh yes, that was good. That was very good. 
Excellent. And and thank you for that. Thank you for oh. that reflection. Yes, I so I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you both. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Evie. Yeah. And that was, again, if you resonated with that and you were willing to receive the process with that, then you're also, you know, you can receive that healing as well. So again, even with uh, everything that we're doing today with you know, all the callers, be willing to receive the healing energies, clearing, whatever happens to be, even if you you don't get called because, you know, like there's only we only have so much time. Right. So just be willing to receive. Again, it's always about. Are you willing to receive or are you just stuck on your one thing that you want? I sound very not nice in that way. Look, anyways, just just. Well, I think <laughs> you're, what you're saying is perfect. I mean, it's it's that part of my story that I had all these ideas of how I was going to move from Chicago to California and make a living. And none of what I thought I was going to do is what I ended up doing. And because and and the plan I had, the way I thought, oh, I'll finance, nothing happened the way I thought it was going to happen. But because I was willing to receive, I ended up here. Yeah, exactly. So you never know what where you're going to end up, what's going to come through, you, you know, what the next step is going to be. Nobody, nobody knows. Um, 100%. All right, Destiny, you have a question for, I think you put it in the chat as well, but go ahead. What, Where do I most need to open to surrender, transform, and transcend the mundane? Okay. So, Destiny, when I look at your field, it's weird because I have to I have to translate because it's like I see you facing me, but then I have to do like what yoga teachers do and they have to teach the mirror of it. So it is your left side that there's this weird uh, flow of energy coming from the right shoulder across your torso down to your hip and leaking out. It's as if a program has been implanted and that doesn't mean, oh, I've got an implant. I've, it's not that. It's just that there's a program running through your heart space. Very interesting. Just caught that. That is saying, this is too much energy to hold. I've got to let some of this go. And it puts me in mind of what they're doing um, out here in California, where we're having all these atmospheric river and have gone from, you know, 12 inches of rain in a year's time starting in July. They start the count in July. We're at 30 inches now. So we're way oversaturated and the rivers are overflowing and flooding things. And so they're tapping a lot of the levees so they don't break and some of the rivers to breach in areas that they deem are safe to let that flow of the energetic water out somewhere else where it will be less destructive. It's as if destiny somewhere along the way, it feels like it's on mother's line may also be father's. It was programmed into your lineage DNA that you can't hold too much energy in the heart space because otherwise you're going to overflow, explode, blow up, get attacked. They're going to see you, whatever the programming, the, the beliefs, the limiting beliefs are, that's why the energy is going out at the left hip because it's deemed to be in your programming too much. So one thing that you can do when you're meditating, whatever form of meditation you do, is take the palm of your left hand, or if you're sitting, you can use the palm of your right and make those sacred eights over that area of your left hip 
allow your body to inform you. Perhaps it's going to want you to make the sacred apes all the way up, but you're sealing that area so that it comes back into congruence with the whole of you and your energy is not leaking out. I would imagine that you too at times have a sensation, especially when physically using your legs of being tired or a heaviness or whatever way you would interpret the sensation of being thirsty, because that's what's happening. I'm getting super thirsty dealing with this. It's you need to refresh yourself instead of letting that all drain out. That's the bottom line. And if you have that sense of heaviness or tiredness in the legs and the feet, you might find that that lessens as you work on stopping this leaking. Make sense? Mm. Could you help me um, like seal it now? No, it's too much for now in the group context. But if you begin using that, you know, do it now. Then you're eight. in the left hip. And you might even, like I said, find that the sacred eight wants to draw up into the shoulder in order to, to stop the, the leak. Shoulder? To the right mm -hmm. shoulder. It's cross. It's a cross. It's like it's flowing down from the upper right quadrant of your heart space down into the hip. So beyond the sacral and off to the side of the of the root, that's where it's going out. Okay. I mean, okay, but just do the figure eight around my le my left hip. And now. as you're doing it, hold the intention that you're soothing that area and the energy into a state of it's okay. You don't have to run. You don't have to leak. You, you're not going to overflow. And you can even try breathing exercises into that area. It's almost like a sash that you would see a prince or a princess wearing. And breathe into that and breathe peace and compassion and confidence into it. Talk to it. Work with it. Thank you, Beth. You're welcome. Ooh. Awesome. Thank you, Destiny. Thank you. Go, go back and watch this again so that you get more of the information, okay? Uh, we're going to go to iPhone. I don't know who iPhone is. <laughs> iPhone, you want to unmute yourself? I, I know you also typed in the chat. Let me see if I can find it. It's uh, iPhone said. Where do I most need to open to surrender, transform, and transcend the mundane? Very interesting, it, it, this flowing thing that's happening. And of course, whenever we come together, when two or more come together, there's an M field created. So it's not ever surprising that people have overlapping issues, but it is interesting to note because iPhone, whoever you are, um, you, my dear, have it, it, this like ball coming from the top and it's sort of like swinging under the root. It's not in between your legs necessarily because it kind of flows through, but it's, you know, about fist size, a black ball that's tethered to your crown and flowing through all of your chakras. And it's just swinging back and forth making you like a grandfather clock with no works. 
So a clock has the function and the purpose of telling time and you set it and you wind that grandfather clock and on the hour it as it's swinging that pendulum back and forth to keep the energy going it dings and it signals that this is what the time that the time has changed to a new hour and you can look at the clock and see you're like the clock with the swinging and nothing else happening. I'm not saying nothing's happening in your life. I'm saying the purpose for which this uh, energetic disruption was created is not being served because it's outlived its usefulness, right? So at some point, because this is very old and ancient, and it feels like it comes from all three of your lines, your past life, mother's and father's lineage, the purpose of whatever the this sensation was for protection, the trauma, the point of pain that was created on those timelines morphed into this action that because that fight, flight, freeze response of old is no longer in play. It's like your body and your all your bodies together understand we don't need this anymore and this is just taking this energy back and forth and not doing anything so again you may have the sensation especially in trying to connect to your intuitive gifts and to your higher wisdom intelligence connecting to the divine you may have the sensation of having a lot of trouble focusing and flowing it with what's happening so i would imagine keeping your focus easily resting on your breath during a, a, a traditional seated, seated meditation is probably challenging for you because you've got this waving energy moving you this way to no end. So you wanna remove that, clear it, and again, clear the timeline so that you reset everything that, that this pattern is no longer playing out in your lineage and you will can clear all of this for your lineage past present and future there's an invitation here from your higher self to do the work because it will be of great service to all those who came before you and will come after so awesome thank you so iphone let us know how that resonates with you <laughs> all right we're going to go to um michelle had written in the chat michelle michelle said i would love to hear where do i need to turn my attention to open to my super in to my inner superpower so michelle this is very very interesting strange funny weird cute cool all at once so when i first looked at your field my attention is drawn was drawn immediately to your ears and i'm like what, what you know does she need to hear what's happening is there a block in there and is it in the third and then all of a sudden like dumbo the cartoon elephant how he had those big huge ears and in a pretty little body for an elephant it was very small but he had these ears and so he could fly and that's when i focused on this flapping i was like wait what does that mean and then it dropped down your angel wings are in the wrong position they're not meant to be coming out of the back of your your head from the occipital lobe the godhead all that area they're meant to come out from the back of the heart again the heart the heart the heart that's where your super power lies where you can activate it and become 
that illuminated superhero that you are, you need to bring those wings down and reorient them. And possibly even those need to be cleared and removed and then activate the ones that are tucked in back there. Now, I, I, I don't want anybody to, oh, what is she talking about? I don't literally mean you have angel wings that can make you fly like the cartoon Dumbo. That's It's an energetic sensation. And the way to to move it out of, you know, super woo-woo language would be to just say the flow of heart energy is restricted in the back channel, in the back body. So whatever you're comfortable with in terms of language, if angel wings resonates, you need to reorient your angel wings and or remove the, the, the Dumbo wings from your head and activate the ones in your back. And this is most certainly something, including the timeline that we could work on in the illumination session in package B, if that is available to you, because it's confusing. It's energetically confusing to your energy body and, and, and your emotional body. And it feels like you may have the expression or the experience of confusion when I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to start this program. I'm going to go in this direction to uh, work on this or open more to that. And then all of a sudden you find yourself offsides doing something else. It's not a focus problem. It's a orientation problem. We need to reorient your set point. So let me know how that resonates with your present experience. Awesome. Yeah. Michelle, let us know how that resonates with you. Um, yeah, some really interesting um, things that you're picking up uh, on with people. So it's like, it's not, it's not cookie cutter. That's for sure. You know, it isn't. And I'd like to ask you, Alara, since we have been together so many times, it feels different to me what I'm seeing and, and identifying and just expressing. Does it seem like it's the same, but today's version, or does it feel different to you? It might just be where I am in my own energy, but I'm like, wow, I'm seeing, like, having these experiences that I've never, a lot of times, you know, I see blocks and balls and this and that. Three out of the four, I think it's four people we've talked to, I've never seen anything like that before. So it's as yeah. if a whole new, you guys are willing to have a whole new level, a deeper level and layer revealed. So congratulations for that. Yeah. And I think what, what I was getting is like, you know, yes, you're spot on, but exactly the detail that you're giving, I don't think you give, you gave this type of detail before. Okay. You know, so, um, to me, it seems much more detailed, much more specific. It's not general, you know, much more specific to what is happening with that person, which, you know, it's like, that's what we want. Like, let's face it. We are the center of our universe. We want to know what's happening with me. You know, it's like specifically, it's like, yes, I understand stuff is happening with the collective. I get it. And we always say on these calls, try and make it something general so that it can apply to everybody. But the thing is, some of these things that you're talking about, we can all relate to because we may have experienced them at some point for sure, right? We may have experienced them at some point for sure. And and when you're when you're speaking and if we're able to look in, look inwards, we can see whether that is valid or resonant for us right now or not. And in most cases, we're going to find something to resonate with. 
That's right. That's right. Because again, when we come together, there's a resonance that's created in the field, in the field. Yeah, absolutely. So yes, absolutely. I'm excited. It's like, oh my God, you know what? <laughs> Maybe I'm going to get a session with uh, with Beth. Because I was thinking before this call, when I was doing a package, like, I don't think I ever actually did a session with Beth. Well, let's I, do it. That would I, be I, so I, fun. I, I, I know. I was thinking, but I was like, I don't think I have, you know, because like, I do a lot of sessions, but not with everybody. And, you know, like the, my time lately has just been like, can't, can't. I, was like, I don't think I've ever done a session with Beth. So, you know, well, was, let's, was... let's make that happen, Alara. I know, I know, I know. We'll, we'll, I'll find the time. Um, so <laughs> I, saying... I just wanted to say, I just, some, I haven't been paying attention to the chat, but two things hit my eye. One is Kim, um, abracadabra. I say back to you, my dear. That's magical. That's a powerful word. If anybody needs a good theme, for this year and doesn't already have one, look up Abracadabra and maybe what was Kim's word or theme for last year can be yours now. And, and then I also saw it's a direct message from Melissa. It says to me. So is that to me or to you? It's to you. Okay. So I don't want to reveal what you've said since it was private, but. Well, it, it was by accident. She, she by accident sent it send me sent me the messages and send, then she realized oh i sent it privately instead of publicly so then she's like okay maybe i'll send it to beth so okay well the fact that you were sending it in all these different ways shows that i'm meant to have a little engagement with you and the that i saw it because there's a lot of comments that i haven't seen because if i take the time to read them it takes me out of the work if you're willing melissa um i am being called to talk to you. So if you can raise your hand or whatever you need to do to be called on, that would be great. And if not, I'm going to respond to the last part of your comment. Is she raising her yeah. hand? She, she raised her hand. So Melissa, can you unmute yourself or no? But yeah, she did. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it worked. It has. Yeah, perfect. Oh, okay. It doesn't work, but it's working. Thank you. And that's that our working. whole experience with the tech stuff today. It doesn't work, but it's working. <laughs> so you're right on track. So um, what's that fear about? Ooh. What is that fear about? I want you to close your eyes and take a deep breath into your heart. Anybody else who has, and we all have fear. So do the work with us. Breathe into your heart. And I want you to let your heart brain give you the answer. What is my fear about? And whatever comes up, including the dog barking, I want you to just share that even if it doesn't make sense. What is the fear I experience about? Oh, I'm going to... I'm getting really nauseous. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Now you don't even have to answer. Turn your attention to your stomach. Okay. In your stomach, there's like a tornado of energy. I want you to imagine pulling that out and pushing it about 10 feet in front of you so that you can observe it and not engage with it. Do you have a sense of it being out there where you can watch it? Yes, but there's something locking my jaw right now. Sorry. Ugh. Okay, so I want you to tap on the outer edges of your jaw and open your mouth. 
like ah, uh, and shoot that energy out into the same area where the tornado energy from your gut was. Uh, okay. And now I want you to place your left hand on your heart and your right hand on your gut. I'm going to call in your wise one team to clear the density. We have to do this fast because of this format that we're in. It would be really beneficial to you to do a session. You know, the, the illumination session in package B would really serve because we would have more time and could go deeper. But I am calling in your team as you hold your hands over these two areas bringing in the light of illumination of peace ease grace all needs met this is what you are sending into your heart and into your gut through your palms as your team is clearing the fear out of the energy we pulled from your jaw and from your gut take a deep breath in and send the exhale into the heart and gut just as if you were blowing out a dusty room that has been locked up for a long time. And now the energy that was pulled out from your jaw and your gut is being infused with higher vibrational source light. And your team, you can put your hands out uh, in a, sort of mini V mode with your palms towards the heavens as you open to receiving the transformed higher energy containing white source light, your team is placing it back in your gut and in your jaws. And I want you to just tap now around your torso, your heart, your jaws, even up over your head. You're just helping your body integrate, reintegrate this higher energy. Put your hands back up with your palms open and repeat after me. I am open and receptive to all good now. I am open and receptive to all that is now. I am open and receptive to all good now. I am open and receptive to all good now. I am open and receptive to all good now. I am open and receptive to all good now. Now draw your hands over your heart and hover them. Don't touch the part. Don't touch the palms. Just hovering them in front of your heart. You're bringing all that goodness into your heart. Take a deep breath in. Let your hands go and open your eyes. Just take an assessment of what shifted or changed in the room, in your body. It doesn't matter whether you see anything, notice anything. The very fact of taking that moment to become present to what is helps the integration of the higher energy into the body. How are you feeling? Yes, thank you. You're very I, welcome. And on my iPhone, it is 1212 exactly. So, oh. and I have no idea why I was called to look at it. So I suggest oh. that you Google 1212 yeah. after the call and see <laughs> what meanings there are for 1212 that you may uh, not have considered because that's a message for you as well. Yes, it is. I got my physical body confirmation to that, that truth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Mate. <laughs> thank you for being vulnerable and willing to share that your fear was blocking you from asking the question, but that you were receiving the work because that willingness to put the pain out there 
is what got this happening. So thank you. Oh, bless you. Thank you so much. My heart's touched. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, Melissa. I'm glad you made it on. Alara, thank you so much. Bless you. Mm. You too, my dear. Thank you. All right, we're going to go to Manisha. I mean, Manisha's been waiting for a while. It's myself. Sorry. Hello. 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 Have we worked together before? Yes. I thought so. It feels very familiar. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. It's wonky, but I'm well. No, wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll actually put my question in the chat as well. I'm just going back. It's the same one that one of the two. Where do I need to open to surrender, transform, and transcend the non-being? Thank you very much. You're very welcome. So I see um, what looks like a hurricane shutter, those you know pl uh, plywood that they put over windows when a hurricane is coming from the bottom of your neck, so like the top of your heart space down to the end of your spine. Mm -hmm. And it is something that was placed there probably in this life, but in response to past life activity where you did not feel safe from behind you, either you've been attacked, your village, whatever, some attack had come that surprised you. And as a result, you put this wall up and it needs to be removed. Thank you. A session would be great, but in the meantime, if that's not available to you, call in your team, see who shows up and ask them to peel it off and restore your back body. Will do. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alara. Thank you, Beth. You're very welcome. Awesome. Good. Thank you. Um, hmm. All right. We're going to go to <laughs> Linda. I like that. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Something was happening there. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Linda. Hi. Sorry about that. Go ahead. What is your question, Linda? My question is, what is uh, in my way of 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 hearing my uh, the question? Um, God, I can't even get it out. <laughs> okay, I can tell you what is first coming through is um, self judgment, not good enough, uh, don't know how, too late never get it right, better to just stay here small and tiny. That sort of sensation is what is holding you back because your view of yourself is contorted is the word. I was. They, I thought they were saying perverted, but it's really, it comes out the same way. You are not seeing the beauty, the light, the love, the power, the might, that is you and your truth and is within your heart where you can access the inner superhero that you are. So you need to work on the mental messaging that you're sending yourself. The very first thing, some clearing would be good, but more importantly is you need a new habit stack. That's not a word I use. It's what your team is saying. And I know that it's something that they use in, you know, professional corporation, uh, touchy-feely uh -huh. stuff they do to help their employees. They 
talk about stack of this and the habit stack and all that. So your habit stack needs to be adjusted to include, I am amazing. I am gorgeous. I am brilliant. I am kind and wise and loving. I am one with all that is all of that. And I want you to start every day when you look in the mirror to brush your teeth or whatever you first do in the mirror, eye to eye, you look in your eyes like I'm looking in yours and you say, you are freaking awesome and amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then you go that through. Up sad. <laughs> See? See? That brings it up. Yep. And when it comes up, <laughs> let it flow because tears are cleansing, right? The rain washes yeah. everything out. Don't hide the tears. The tears are beautiful. They're showing you that there's a release needed. You are amazing, my dear. Thank Linda, you. you need to... Begin seeing yourself with my eyes. So when you look in the mirror in the morning and say, I am amazing and whatever all other compliments are hard for you to give yourself, I want you to see me looking at you in that mirror and saying, yeah. Oh, oh. oh thank you. You are welcome. Thank you. <laughs> you are very welcome. Beautiful, beautiful energy. And that kind of answered, I put in a... Uh, text also about um, me including after a group pair of uh, for highest and best good and I was shut down and I realized it's because of what I'm saying to myself <laughs> and she thinks she can control me <laughs> thank you <laughs> very welcome my dear thank awesome. you're beautiful thank you Linda but yes, always, you know, still have that intention, even if you don't say it out loud, to still have the intention uh, for the highest and best good. There's nothing wrong with that. And if your friends don't want you to say it, you know, still say it. <laughs> it's not Christian. It's not unchristian. Okay, so it's it's whatever. And if they don't say it now, well, you know what? Just because they haven't said it yet doesn't mean that they can't. Um, I'm just, you know, anyway, I'm just. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna be quiet sometimes. Sometimes I need to be quiet. It's okay. Oh, do we all? <laughs> and, all right, and so, so maybe that's the next show. We all just sit here with gallery option on, and everybody smiles and doesn't say anything and looks at each other. I think that would be a very short show. <laughs> it would be, but you know, it's a gazing show, right? We could be like, yes! I think his name was Bracho. You don't know some of that. Yeah, we're all gazing. We're just gazing at each other. <laughs> it's beautiful. Gazing is important. I've done actually done that in a retreat setting where there were two circles, inner and outer, and you cannot touch. You cannot speak. You can only use your eyes to convey whatever emotion or receive, and then you switch and go around and around. And I can't tell you how many people were bawling at the end, hugging each other, Oh my gosh, I've never had such an experience. I made a couple of new friends from that, that I'm, this was 11 years ago that I'm still friends overseas that I'm still in contact with from that exercise. Because when you are willing to see and be seen, really powerful things happen. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, maybe we should do that next time for just at the beginning of the call. We'll do a little bit of gazing, you know. So if you're brave enough to, you know, <laughs> not uh, to open up your camera, I, I think we would do it without being recording, just just before the recording, you know. That way, people feel safer, you know, more private. I love that idea. 
And I just want to tell everybody that doesn't like being on camera. I don't either. Ask Alara. She'll tell you, I don't like doing this format. It's not because I don't want to see or be seen. It's because I find it distracting and it's a little extra work. Like you do this all the time. So you have a space set up that you can just open your computer. I don't do this all the time. All my work is audio. So I have to set everything up. And, you know, if you let the brain go, then it's like, this is just more work. But if you say it's um, <laughs> chicken here to have camera on, Michelle, you're funny. The thing is, you know what? Who cares? That's mm -hmm. what I got to. I can't tell you over the years how I moved furniture. I created different backgrounds. I was going through that last night. Like, well, since it's cloudy, I could close those curtains and sit here and it looks <laughs> like sit where you're comfortable and be comfortable and just let that be. And if you don't like seeing yourself, I'm not seeing myself. It's on Alara. Alara is pinned. So okay. that's who I see. And then uh, if someone else comes in, I see them. And that way you can let yourself be seen without feeling exposed and vulnerable because you don't have to look at yourself. I like video, I have to say, and I'm, I, bet I, you I, do. I was, I was, I was I'm, I'm at the point now where like I've said for, a, we've been doing this for a couple of years, right? Video, right? And and for all my speakers, I said, but if you only want audio, we can do that. But next season, no, if you can't do video after all these years, I've given you so much time, you know what? Forget it. I don't like it. <laughs> so I don't like it when I'm on video and they're not. I don't like it. Well, like when you first offered that to me, when we first began and I realized I initially when I said, yes, I'd rather do audio, I thought we were going to move off this platform to an audio call. But when I realized it was only me, because I remember you being so surprised. Oh, you said you weren't doing video. Why are you here? And I'm like, well, because it was going to be weird if I I mean, it's not about me not wanting to be seen. It's just. So yeah. you get used yeah. to it. And, and it's a this is a perfect expression of the whole topic. Change doesn't always feel good in the beginning. So now I have a level of comfort working with you and your community. And mm -hmm. I have done it enough time. That I don't freak out. I got to do a video show. OK, that's the <laughs> format we're using. It's OK. So, I just get bored if it's just audio. I get bored and then I'm not present as what as much as I am when we're, we're on video. So that's interesting. It's really, it's really for me as well, right? Because if I'm not enjoying it, I'm not going to want to do it. Hey, man, it's your show. You're the queen. You get to you get to do what you want to do. <laughs> and I think it's I think it's important for people like the, the community to see us to see that we are real people, normal people. We have our foibles. We have our quirks. You know, how many times have I come on and say, oh, my God, I forgot to put my makeup on. I mean, my lipstick on. Or, oh, my God, I did something wrong with my eyes. I got to go fix that really quick. It's normal, right? I'm a human being. You know, I, you know, I have other gifts and talents, but sometimes I'm just vain. <laughs> I'm just vain. I like to have my hair a certain way. I like to have my eye makeup done. I like to have your eye makeup on. is beautiful, by the way. I've been noticing it when you close your eyes. It's really beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I do try. You know, I do try to. to you succeeded. <laughs> Thank you. And of course, I, I'm sure I receive a lot of judgments, too, from people. I, I don't care at this point. You that's know, like, the thing. Don't and care. That's, then that's the thing. That if the judgment is going to stop me from being of service, I don't care about that judgment. Right. And that's what we all have to get to is like, am I stopping myself from be, from living my best life, doing what is right for me, 
being of service, if we are in service, am, am I going to stop myself from being of service because of what people think? No. Right? It's like, no, it, it, you, you can't anymore. It takes time and confidence to work, to get, build the confidence, right? Because I was for 30 years, someone who there was a loose uniform, suit, courtroom attire, makeup, hair, the whole thing. I mean, I put a little bit of lip gloss on. I put this is how I dress up. I put my jewelry on. I've got a scarf. I washed my hair. That's it. And <laughs> I wear the same clothes every day. You know, I mean, I'm doing me. And that's the point. Do you, you be you and I'll be me and everybody can be who they are. And then we can bring the light down together. And there's no need for us worrying about what we look like or how we sound. Oh, that was the other thing. When I started doing these shows, I hated listening to the replays because I didn't like the sound of my voice or my laugh. And what happened when I was willing to like, I didn't talk to anybody about it, particularly, I'm sure I commented, but to me, I said it. I really don't like the sound of my voice and that laugh. Oh, my goodness. And then from there, what happened was show after show, people would comment. I love your laugh. So <laughs> there it was you go. them bringing that to me to say, get over yourself, Agnes. <laughs> you sound how you sound. Your vibration is what it is. Let it rip. And so now yeah. I don't I don't. It's not that I don't care. I care about everything. I don't care about the judgment. I don't care about, I'm not judging myself anymore. And like with Linda, I'm working very hard on saying positive, affirmative things to myself. I've done the, I, I think that was Linda, wasn't it? I've done the, I exercise many times. I, I do it fairly regularly, just very quickly, smiling, looking at myself eye to eye in the mirror. But for a long time, Stuart Saves His Family was my key. That's an old, I think it was a movie from the 80s with uh, Al Franken from Saturday Night Live. And he was the weirdo in the family, but the family was super dysfunctional. And he used to look in the mirror and say, I'm smart, I'm good, and gosh darn it, people like me. And that was my first exposure to the mirror exercise. Mm -hmm. And I started doing it then. Because when you can look at yourself, eye to eye, soul to soul, and tell yourself how great you are, there's nothing more powerful than that. You might not believe it in the beginning, but you'll get there. Yeah. yeah. You'll get to yeah. where you don't care if you have eye makeup on or not, but you'll put it on because you want to. And you don't care if somebody says, oh, that eye makeup. You know, it does. it's not that we don't care. It's that we care about what matters and that doesn't. Another well, yeah. And, and like, remember doesn't. last summer when I had that eye thing going on? That's right. I was still doing my shows. I was not having eye makeup on. Did I, I didn't care because to me, being of service was more important than how does my eye look, <laughs> you know? Because it's like, okay, I, I don't want to put makeup on it because I can't because it's infected, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, all right, I'm just going to be like this. People don't like it. Okay, no worries. This is this is how it is, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's so I, I know I, use, I, I say the word, I don't care, but it's not about not caring, but I'm making something else more important. You know what just came through was... <laughs> You allow it and you don't take it on. It's the other person's whatever, not yours. Yeah. 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 I do say to myself in the mirror, I love and accept myself unconditionally. Yeah. I love it. That's good. That's <laughs> a good keep, one. And keep doing it. Keep doing it. Um, I, I know we still have people with hands raised and questions in the chat, but I just want to take a moment 
to talk about the packages, Beth, if that's okay. And then sure. we'll come back. I have great fortitude. Ah, oh, thank you. Yes, most days. <laughs> there are some days when I'm like, I just can't. And so unfortunately, then my husband here gets the brunt of it. So it's like, you know what? Ugh. So, and he can't handle it right now because, you know, he just can't. So that's why I have to like say, okay, I, I need to take a step back. I need to take a break. So I said that I was going to take a break on the weekend and I did. And why am I still so tired? Ah. So, anyway. well, it's the energy. Take another break. You, I mean, it it's is. tiring energy. It really is. So even if you are getting enough sleep, you may still feel tired. That's been happening to me. And that's when you know your body is telling you your mind might say that it's enough, but it is not enough for your body. And, and the other thing is, I know we're moving towards spring, but think of it. We're mammals. It's winter. It's hibernation. We don't hibernate. That's a problem. That's true. And, and the change between winter and spring creates havoc on the energy system and on the body for me, for sure. You know, so it's like one day I'll go out and it's like, oh, it's so beautiful. So I love it. Next day it's like, oh my God, it's so cold. And today, of course, I was stubborn. It's like, it's friggin' spring. I'm not putting on my my earmuffs and my gloves. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. It's so windy. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like an abstinent three-year-old. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, no, I'm not doing it. Enough. All right, so um, so this package of baths, we're going to talk about it here. This package A and package B. Oh, hold on. This is a weird thing. Okay, it's going away. So there's package A and package B. And in package B is basically everything in package A plus, oh, I should, I sorry, that should say 45-minute personal session with Beth. I will change that after, but it should say 45 minutes. Um, and then package A, there is a two-part workshop uh, and the... Gosh, I need to change that. <laughs> That's okay. Here. There's activations. There's If you get package A, the workshop is two parts. The first is teaching, which is uh, on the topic of um, how to activate your inner superpower to be the light and manifest abundance with ease and grace. And it, the uh, subtext is that the, you will learn the four keys to manifesting miracles, which is equivalent to activating your superpower. And then there's a second uh, program that is the like what we're doing here, the Q&A. It's just that we can do go a little deeper, take a little bit longer if they're depending on how many people are in the in the cohort in the group. I split it into two so that you each get the time that you need to do that work in the group format. And then the course materials that accompany the workshop are things that you can do on your own to surrender, open, and receive. Do the work. Buy the package, go through the PDFs, and, and see where you need to fine-tune or even develop if you don't have a, a daily spiritual practice so that you can support yourself with tools. I mean, you can work with me, you can work with anybody but you need to be able to work for yourself because nobody has time and money, very few people anyway, to work with me every day, every week, whatever it might be. You're with yourself all the time. Use the course materials to develop and expand your daily practice so that you have a strong one. And then in addition to all that, you get, I think, five activations that um, support the work. 
that you're doing to open, to expand, to come into. There we go. Those are the uh, we've I've changed the package is the point. That's why there's a little confusion here. This is a brand new package and you get these five activations as well as um, the PDFs and the workshop. And then if you do package B for an additional $70, you're getting the equivalent of $150 uh, worth of one-on-one work with me. So it's a really great way to work with me, to open to what more is possible for you to tune into your heart brain to activate that light of your inner superhero so that you can move forward in flow with ease and grace. And um, I'm very happy with this package that is new. So check it out. Absolutely. And there's lots of wonderful testimonials. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, And so, of course, with both packages, there are two and three part payment plans available. And of course, if you are a member of the Inner Circle, free or VIP, please do use your uh, gift code. That's what I'm going to say, gift code. Okay. So again, both of those packages are available. So you can work with uh, Beth uh, either in package A or in package B. All right. So I have to make some adjustments to the the page. I just saw it. And I just wanted to, I'm being called to speak to the use of the word work that we brushed, touched on early on. I used to really disdain that word when I was working in an area that was no longer serving me. And it started to get like a four letter word for me. And then over the years, as I shifted, changed and morphed into this woo-woo person that I am, I came to a level of comfort with that, where I now embrace what I call my work. It is no longer the word mentally, emotionally, even physically for me is no longer associated with what I have to do and don't want to. So I had to be willing to shift and, and move into a receptivity of uh, a set point shift of my view of the word work. Make work be something joyful that you get to do because otherwise you're just staying stuck and doing the same thing over and over and how to have a very uh, in tune, very open, gifted friend who was once talking about a past life. And she said, that was a wasted life. I said, how can a life be wasted? She goes, it was. I said, I'm asking, how can it be wasted? I didn't do anything. I said, well, what about fun? Did you have fun? Not particularly. I said, well, what did you do? The minimum that I had to do to just make it through the day and get through life. That's what that whole life. She, I don't even remember now what we were doing. We were playing together in my apartment back in Chicago, you know, doing woo-woo stuff. And when she said that, I remember the resistance that I had to the idea that any wife life could be spent wasted. And now I'm like, yeah, I get it. If you're not doing your work then it's a life wasted because maybe you might've come here to have fun. And that was what the point of this was to inspire other people to have fun. Maybe fun was your way of being of service, but if you're not even willing to receive that, then it's a wasted life. 
Because this woman in this life is a musician, a singer, piano player. She is all about the fun of life. And, and that's why I was like, well, maybe you were just supposed to have fun. She was like, no, not at all. That was not it. So don't be afraid of the word work. Shift your receptivity to what it means. And you know what you said earlier, Beth, about you, know, you get to do this. And it's an opportunity. You get, you have the opportunity to... Mm, Mm, do something that is going to uh, help you to grow, evolve, experience uh, more connection with the divine, right? Absolutely. So you, you get to, it's an opportunity for you to, you know, consciously focus on your connection with the divine. Because I said, we're always connected, but consciously focusing on your connection with the divine. And that I think is what we forget, that that is truly what we're doing when we're doing the work is we are allowing ourselves to be more connected consciously to the divine, right? Because let's face it, there are 24 hours in a day. Everybody has them. We sleep for eight or nine. And the rest of the time, how much time are you really focusing on you and your relationship with the divine? That's right. Right? You and know, that's what it is. I'm, I'm thinking it, it. what you just said is putting in mind all these emergency rescue uh, people that are now here in California and elsewhere in the world. I'm just familiar with what they're doing here because with rushing water comes drownings and people getting carried away. And I read an article about them and they were they have their dogs and and they said someone said, aren't you afraid? And they were like. No, this is what we've been training for. I've been training for this for 12 years, and this is the first time I'm getting to use all my training. That's the enthusiasm. It gives me chills. That's what you want to bring to your own life. Every day is me being in training for being who I am, for illuminating what more is possible, what I am here to be, do, have, and create. That's where the juice is. That's the richness. You get to do the work so you get to be that don't wait for there to be a crisis yeah do the work now so you're ready for that like that guy are you afraid you know the the diver one of the people i was reading about is a diver who's going to go into these rushing waters to try to find the bodies yeah and he's not afraid because he's been training for this and this was the first opportunity at this level that he had to be of service at that level. And he was ready. I can't even, he wasn't excited. He wasn't happy. He was totally appropriate about the magnitude of what he was doing. And he was also totally convicted. I am ready for this and I am going to serve and help people. That's what this work offers you. And, you know, I have to say the the types of people who are on these calls regularly every day my call other people's calls right the type of people that are on these calls we are warriors we are warriors of the light we are warriors of the heart so we have been training in all our lifetimes before this for this moment for now for who we are now where we are now we (laughs) as i'm saying that too it, it brings tears to me because it's like sometimes we get frustrated right? We get frustrated. We're like, oh my God, I've been doing so much work and so much clearing and so much blah, 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 so much so, oh, right? But let's face it. This is a really special time that we're, that we are all here. Yes. And we, you know, and people always say, it's not easy for humans to have lives be, to be reborn, blah, blah, blah. Right? They say that and I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. But, <laughs> but the thing is, it's an opportunity. 
it's an opportunity. Oh God, I've got tears. Like I can't even speak. It's an opportunity. Let them flow, girl. Deeper. Let them flow. <laughs> right. It's an opportunity for us to go deeper in our hearts and deeper into our connection with the divine. However, you've, you know, called the divine, divine, whatever that means to you. Right. But it's, it's and that is you. You That's are the divine. Right. right. So this is about you going deeper within you and recognizing who you are. The hero that you are, the illuminated hero that you already right. already are. Preach. Right. <laughs> it's so true. And so that's why it's like the work. We don't like the word the work. Fine. Opportunity. And that is so humbling that we get this opportunity to serve. We get this opportunity to, I get this opportunity to have this platform and bring these wonderful speakers and guests and all of you together so that you can remember who you are. Brilliant. Brilliant. This is, this is why we do this. So that you remember that you are the illuminated hero already, but we've forgotten, or we've got layers of other stuff around us that we can't see it. Or you've let the ego convince you that you are something else, not that. And that's, that's something that we all have to pay attention to, have to pay attention to the limiting ideas and the judgment that the ego is sending out. It's fear-based, right? Your heart brain, your superpower is love-based. You want to come from here, not from the fear. And the fear is just conditioning. It's just conditioning. It's just trying to keep you, it, safe, protected in the same status quo. That's it. But the heart, when you're following the heart, when you're when you're following your higher self, your inner guidance, your inner knowing, that is stronger. That is that that has more meaning, that has more depth, that has more wisdom than the ego or the mind can ever have. But you know, the ego and the mind have its place, right? That's right. So they're in survival mode all the time and they're doing a great job of helping us to survive. But now we want to go beyond surviving and we want to be thriving, living on purpose. Right. I forget what I said exactly, but living on purpose in abundance with ease and grace. Perfect. That's perfect. Yes, that's exactly it. And if you're not willing to take advantage of the opportunity, then you're going to miss a lot of what you could have done. And sometimes it's not that we're not willing. We can't see it. Right. Right. So sometimes it's not willing. We just can't see the opportunity. So that's that, why it's it's so important to work with teachers, guides, healers, whatever you want to call it yourselves, you know, to be the guides for you, to show you what you may not be seeing. We all have blind spots. I think we talked about that yesterday as well. We all have blind spots. That's normal. That's natural. But are you willing to reach out and get support from somebody who can see your blind spots? So the, the, the stuff that Beth was bringing forward for people today on the call, they were surprised. Every single one of them were like, oh, my God, no one's ever said that before. No one's ever seen that before. No one's ever talked about it that way before. Every, it just resonates. It makes so much sense. So are you willing now for you to, you know, really, truly start to thrive, really start to be the illuminated hero of your life we all have fear don't get me wrong we all have fear i've still got stupid stuff that is driving me crazy we all have it it's okay but there's something else that i have that is stronger greater bigger more powerful and that's that illuminated hero within me that is bigger right. than the fear. that's exactly amen that's exactly right and there's no 
there really is nothing to be gained by giving into the fearful based programming that the ego is running. Because if you're not in survival mode, your life is not in crisis in that way. Like I've got to get out of here because I'm about to be attacked, like literally physically. If that's not happening, that programming is not serving you. It's pulling you out, taking you off sides and not letting, if you're listening to it, it's not letting you bloom into and allowing the illumination of the inner superhero that you are. I am so much stronger about myself than I was a decade ago. And I know so much more about who I am and I can understand why this or that happened to me or why this is still happening now. Yes, I better turn my attention there and get to work on this issue because it's still popping up. And an example of what you're talking about is uh, came to me, a friend of mine does deep work with spirits, people who have transitioned but have not crossed over. And one of the things that she told me in how she does this is she will ask them, where do you think you are? A lot of them don't know they've transitioned. They, 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 they're still fighting that war. There was one that she came across that was a civil war soldier, still locked in that. And her way of dealing with them most often says, turn around and look at the light. What do you mean turn around? Turn around and look, there's light and all your people are waiting for you there. And that's how she coaxes them to cross over and stop being in this limbo state where they're attaching to people or whatever they're creeping around houses, whatever they're doing. And again, it's not malevolent. These are not, you know, bad spirits. They're lost. And that same sensation of being lost is what so many people on the earth are that's their set point right now. Don't be lost. Be empowered. Be illuminated. It's your choice. You don't have to stay stuck in the Civil War. Come on out. It's over. <laughs> yes, exactly. So what are you still stuck in that you can now step out of and, and see the light? I, I sound so very Christian in that see the light, but whatever, you know. Well, we know your lighting. Is <laughs> yeah, different. exactly. Um, so, you know, the light is always here for us to guide us, to illuminate our path, right? But are you willing to see it? Are you willing to receive it? And yes, oftentimes, you know, many times I need support because like I'm not getting this. I'm not missing something. There's something missing here. You know, like why I keep, why do I keep going on this pattern? I'm not, again, like that blind spot. So that's when I do reach out for support from healers, teachers, et cetera, right? And so, um, we need that support. We can't always do it on our own. So it doesn't make you weak or vulnerable or less than. It actually makes you stronger because you're willing to ask for support. That's right. right? Everyone, so, we need it. We're not islands. And we are as incarnated bodies. We have individuated it from the whole, right? Mm -hmm, We're yeah. still connected as one with all that is. But we come down here for whatever divine missions we've signed up for, to achieve, to be, to support, to serve, whatever it is. Sometimes we come here to be sacrificed, to be uh, George Floyd comes to mind. I have heard it said that George Floyd said all through high school, 
I will be famous. You will know my name. And that gives me chills when I say that, because everybody does now know his name. And it was as a result of the way he was taken out of this life. You know, that may very well have been his singular divine mission in this life. If he would have run from that, then he would have to come back and do it again. Mm -hmm. Right. Because that's your divine mission. So be willing to fearlessly embrace what you came here for, what you came here to give, to be, to create, how you're meant to serve. Because if you're not embracing all of that, it's going to be some measure of discomfort and unfulfilled life. I mean, you can't you can't have a purpose-driven, fulfilling, happy, joyous life if you're not doing what you came here to do because you're in opposition to yourself. So some of you may now be wondering, <laughs> what is my mission? What am I supposed to be doing? Because I'm feeling stuck. I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling unfulfilled. I know that's coming up. <laughs> I, I, I can. I, it's, like it's coming up so loud. I hear you. So, you know, again, that is something that um, Beth can help you with in your sessions as well. So, the you know, Illuminated Hero sessions, there's just, it's just, it's called something, but it's basically, you know, you come in the session and Beth is going to ask you, what do you want to work on? Right? If you're lucky. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it takes like two minutes and I'm like, in fact, I had someone earlier this week that it was something she did not want to face. And it came out anyway. And she, as soon as she said, it's kind of like the fear. I'm afraid. That's why I I don't want to be seen. Okay. But you just outed yourself. So now you're seen and we're going to go there. And and she did a version of that. And it was something uh, that it's an issue. It's a mental health issue that she's very uncomfortable talking about. And it's why she's not making progress. Because you want to act like that's not happening. It's happening. So sometimes if you are really in that great opposition and resistance, spirit's going to come, your team's going to come, your higher self, your ancestors, and they're going to say, forget what she's saying, what he's saying. This is where you need to focus. That doesn't happen very often because most people show up ready. I'm just saying, get ready. Be ready. Let's come together, do the work. Because again, we are all here to bring more light. Let's get our our act together so we can be more light. That's what, at the very broadest level, that's what we are all here to do. Yeah, exactly. We're here to hold more light, shine our light. You know, it sounds very woo-woo, yes. But truly, that is what we are. Like Beth was saying at the very beginning, you know, we have these dense bodies, right? This This is matter, right? it's condensed into matter, but we are truly light. That's who, that's who we are. And so the more that we can start to shine our light more and more and more, it's going to be a different experience. You're not going to be, you know, I think hopefully bogged down by all of the 3d melodrama stuff that's happening in your life, unless that's what your mind wants, unless that's what you want, unless that's what you came to experience. Cause could be right so it's about being true to yourself and saying okay what do i truly want to experience what do i truly want in this lifetime now what is next in in my path what is next in my journey from your heart space you're asking and when you ask from your heart space you will get an answer yes again are you willing to receive the answer because a lot of times we're control freaks and we don't want we don't want to hear the answer we want this is what my mind wants this is what this is it 
not necessarily true. So and be willing think, to go ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought you were finished. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. Um, it just puts me in mind of my own journey because you could not have convinced me 15 years ago that I'd be doing this. It was not available to me then. I had to be brought really low and I had to surrender to the level of, okay, I have no idea what I'm going to do and, and turn to a four-year-old to begin the process of guiding me into what that path was. When my grandson said, there's a lot going on in the dirt, there's treasure in the dirt, let's take a look. That was when I first was willing to deeply receive. I'd already moved out here from Chicago. I'd already quit being a lawyer. There was a lot of fear around all of that. I delayed giving my notice for two weeks because I was afraid to tell my boss. And my friend literally pushed me out of the office and said, what are you afraid of? What do you think he's going to do? Hit you when you say you're quitting? They don't even care. And it's not about you. It's just it's a big office. It's, go. Yeah. And the first thing he said was, you're moving to California. I've always wanted to move to California. And the whole conversation became about moving and, and his desires. And he was so excited for me. And it was like this. I was. What was I afraid of? Mm -hmm. I literally was so afraid. I thought I was going to be attacked. I was going to be shamed, blamed, bad. That's something I'm bringing to it. That's yeah. what I need to do with it. It to, to focus on and work with. It had nothing to do with him. And that's how my brain was telling me, like, you're bad because you're leaving. He's going to get mad. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> that was not true. Mm -hmm. So it's just that, a story that you made right. up. <laughs> you have to be the external disruptor to the process of the ego that it's trying to help. It's just misguided. And you have to be willing to be humble and get help when you need it. I yeah. trade sessions. I pay for sessions. I do the work. We are never done. Everything is energy. It's fluid. Change is what this whole realm is about. Mm -hmm. You're always going to have more to do. So be willing to do it and then receive the bounty that comes. I love that. Receive the bounty that comes. Absolutely. Okay. So I don't know if we were going to do a process today, Beth, or not. Uh, we could do it. And uh, then I think we need to wrap it up. Yeah. Definitely. I know one of our shows was like three hours long. And when I got off, I was like, oh, no wonder my head is wonky. But yes, after this, I think that would be a wrap. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so stay tuned, folks. We're going to do a process. Hopefully, Beth will not get kicked off. Yes, that's all of us. Take a moment right now and just hold the space that all the tech gremlins <laughs> are busy elsewhere that we can have <laughs> 10 minutes or so of calm, even bandwidth that will let us be here. And I would suggest everyone take yourself off video because this is something you want to be inwardly tuned into. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. So that said, close your eyes and bring your attention to your third eye. Drop it down to your heart space. From there at the center of your heart, you're going to ground into the earth, extend a Stout gold grounding cord about as wide as your body, down from your heart and into the heart of Mother Earth, connecting your heart as one with hers, locking your energy into that golden grace light heart of Mother Earth. Run the grace light up your grounding cord and bring all that luxurious energy back up to your heart. 
And now we're going to connect above to the heavenly divinity that is you. So extend a white light of illumination up through your throat, your third eye, out your crown, and into the furthest reaches of the galaxy where you will see, sense, feel, or just imagine that there is a beautiful divine star point that is the truth and light of you. Attach your white light to that star point and then draw that heavenly divinity that is your truth all the way down to your heart space. Bring your attention to the center of your heart. Breathe into the energy as above, so below, as within. So without, as we begin this activation of your superhero superpower, return your attention to your heart space. Notice that there is a portal deeper in your heart. You're going to pass through that portal and you find yourself in the most beautiful meadow, the infinite field of all that is there in the quantum. In the very center of that field, there is a white luminous circle. Walk over to that circle and step into the center of it. As you stand there, open the trap doors on the soles of your feet and begin to release any debris, any calcification, any sticky sludgy density that does not resonate with this higher vibrational white lice white light of source, of the quantum, of the higher illuminated truth of you. Beautiful. Now, as you release the debris, notice that there is an elevation happening. For some, you may just feel a little lightness. For others, you may actually have the sensation of being lifted up. And for yet some others, you're going to just imagine that the white light from under your feet is being met by a stream of gorgeous white light from above. So you are being pulled into that white light above you and pushed, elevated, supported to lift up from that circle in the meadow. Take a deep breath in. And focus your attention on your back heart chakra, drawing in this white light into the back of your chakra to melt off any friction, any opposition to you flowing in love, in illumined power and the truth and light of you. And notice that there before you, in this field of white light, of source light, as one with all that is, the divine feminine angel and the divine masculine have come before you. She is pink in all her glory on your left side. He is blue on bended knee, waiting to serve, standing on your right side. Bring your attention back to your heart space and receive 
from the divine feminine angel, the heart light of her heart. She has activated her heart light and is extending it like a laser beam into your heart. And train with your breath, your heart to the vibration of the divine feminine. Feel this energy, this heart light activation flowing in through and as all of you. And when the heart is full front, back, right and left, allow that white light illumined. And for some, it may be a different color. Trust and surrender into what is coming through from you. Allow the heart light of the divine feminine to extend beyond your heart to cascade down the back body of all of your chakras all the way down to the root and then up to the crown. Now let it flow in the front channel. Same way, all the way down to the root and up to the crown. And just take a breath in as you notice where the light is going. Direct the light to the areas that need illumination. Another breath in. As the divine feminine angel continues to hold the space of activating your heart light with hers, she gestures to the divine masculine angel, indicating he is to rise. Take note of this. She, the right brain divine feminine angel, coming from the heart, is in charge. He, the left brain, egoic, mental mind, is her servant. As she gestures to him to rise, he steps directly in front of you and activates the light in the palms of his hands that he places just off to the sides of your left and right temple. As the light of his palms plays out and flows in through and as your brain, notice that a horizontal sacred eight, a gold filament, if you will, like a gold thread, is weaving its way around the left brain and the right brain. This is your brains being reoriented and activated to illuminate your inner superhero by coming into congruence with the proper order of flow. The right brain, the divine feminine, leads and brings through inspired creative illumination. The left brain, the mental mind, the ego serves. He does not take action until she directs him to do so. Take a breath in. Notice what's happening with that sacred eight, looping the left and the right together as now both the divine feminine and the divine masculine shift their positions. She's now on the right side in front of you. He's on the left side. And with that, they place their palms on your heart, on your gut, and on your third eye. As they do this, another set of sacred eight loops is created between the brain and your heart brain, the head brain, the mental mind, the heart brain, and then between the heart brain and the gut brain. So you have a total of three, one horizontal in the brain and two vertical. 
Breathe into this connection. Notice what colors are coming through. For some, it may be that same gold filament. In the new sacred eights, the vertical sacred eights, for others, it may be some other colors. Receive, trust, surrender, and allow. This is you perfectly aligned in congruence with your superhero illuminating superpower light. Take a deep breath in. Now here, turn your attention to your heart space. And as the divine feminine, the divine masculine release you as source, releases you from this field of source light, you find yourself flowing gently back down into that circle in the meadow. And as your feet make contact with that illuminated flowing white light in the circle, there's a starburst activation in your heart. This is your superpower being illuminated. Take one moment in silence for you to receive this activation of your heart brain in alignment, congruence, and flow with your superpower. Keep breathing. Receive whatever is coming forth. Trust, surrender, and allow. Take one last deep breath here to settle everything. And then step out of the circle, walk back to the portal, pausing before you enter it to turn around and observe this beautiful field, this quantum field of all that is. Just notice whatever you notice. Take advantage of this moment to settle in the up-leveling, the activation, the higher illuminated light that you have received, and now pass through that portal back to your heart space. From here, call all your attention back to you. Call all your energy back from above and below and place it in the central channel that runs in front of your spine from ground to root. You're calling all your conscious awareness back to you. Turn your attention above the right side of your head. At the inner bounds of your auric field, there's a light switch. Flip that light switch on and notice how brilliantly you shine, illuminated with your inner superhero connection to the quantum, to source, to all that is. So brilliant. Turn your attention to the outer bounds of your auric field, pour, pour a liquid platinum shield, and then stud it with mirror tiles, diamond mirror tiles all over, so that your energy remains yours and others is reflected back to them. Necessary connections can be made, your way forward can be seen, your light illuminates and serves, and yet there's no unnecessary exchange of energy. Take another deep breath in, just observing what's happening within your physical body. As we say, Mother, Father, God, source of all that is, 
all of our higher selves, guides, angels, archangels, masters, ascended masters, wise one team, ancestors, and the whole of all the divine beings who have been here to assist us in love, in light, in opening to what more is possible, to what more we are here to be, do, have, and create, to embracing and achieving all of our divine missions for this. We are inordinately grateful, infinitely grateful, and flowing so much love. And so it is. So now, as you're ready, open your eyes and take a look about the space that you're in, noticing what you notice, what has shifted or changed. In taking that moment to stand as witness observer, we invite the integration into the deeper levels of that more dense matter that is the physical body. Be sure to drink a lot of water, stay grounded, and reach out if more support is needed. Watch great love. All right, everyone, that was great. Stay in the energy the best you can, right? Um, for as long as you can, but yes, drink lots of water, ground, stay grounded. That was so powerful, as Michelle said. That was so powerful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Beth, thank you. You are so very welcome. It's my honor, pleasure, and delight, and I am grateful that um, that you were able to receive the power of the work. You see, it's that's the work right there. Was that was that hard? <laughs> exactly. You that's just had to sit there and follow. That's the work. <laughs> and that was receiving as well. That's right. right. So that was also receiving. So. That's exactly right. Beautiful. <laughs> So thank you so much, everyone, for being here, for your questions, for your comments, your feedback, uh, for co-creating this beautiful space and allowing us to serve you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, good. Manisha says, thank you, this amazing process, and for offering me the opportunity, receiving and guidance. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Be willing to receive. Always be willing to receive. And also be willing to receive this opportunity that you have here for change uh everything that we talked about today <laughs> you know one last comment that person that i was talking about who said she had lived that life that was wasted she made a song um called change is good mm -hmm. and it's a wonderful song and i remember saying to her when she first sang that song for me i said i wish i could embrace change this was 30 years ago I wish I could embrace change the way we do. And she looked at me like this and said, I don't like it. I just see that it is good. It is necessary. I really don't like change at all. It's just the truth. Change is good. And it's what we're about. And that was a very eye-opening moment for me. You don't have to like every step of, of the way. You just have to receive. And also notice it's just a step along the way. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Alara. Along the way. And thank you for being on my journey and my step along the way. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Beth, so much. Thank you. All right, everyone. <clears throat> I'm still sweating again. I, I, I calmed down a little bit and then we did this process. I'm like sweating again. <laughs> it's, it's getting hot. Yes, indeed. Indeed. A bit dizzy, good dizzy. Yeah, I felt a little bit of dizziness too during the process a little bit, you know, so just again, remember that's shifting, changing, right? That's right. Change is getting out of one's comfort zone. 
I have a magnet on my refrigerator that says everything you ever wanted is beyond your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know, when you step out of your comfort zone, your comfort zone expands. It doesn't mean that when, you know, just when you step out of your comfort zone, that it's a bad thing. Just like change is not always bad. Change is always, always good. You might not see it at the time, but it's always good. So um, I totally agree. All right, everyone. Thank I realized you. I didn't feed the boys before the call because they were sleeping, but I think I, I think I'm going to have to feed them now. So <laughs> let's go do what you got to do, mama. Exactly right. You got to do what you got to do. Yes. Um, all right, everyone. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back tomorrow. We have another call, uh, a show tomorrow. But until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity and radiant health. Sending you all so much love and blessings. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Bye for now.